Welcome back to another edition of WeatherWise. It is Wednesday. It's the first podcast of February. It's February 2nd, Groundhog's Day. Now, Ulysses is here with me today, and him and I don't like the groundhog, so we're just going to forget about that. Talk about what we saw last week, right, Ulysses? Yeah, that was a that was a quite a big storm that we had here on uh, Del Marva. Definitely the biggest storm we've had in uh, in four years. So yeah. definitely the biggest. And I've been here four years, but that's definitely the biggest storm that I've have mm-hmm. had um, during my time here at Forty Seven ABC. And well, you know, January ended on Monday, yeah. so that's some good news for people, you know, who aren't the biggest fan of those cold temperatures, not the biggest fan of snow, because February, we actually warm up throughout the month. So even though this is technically our last winter month, we start off with our temperatures in the mid-40s, and by the end of the month, we average with our high temperatures around 50 degrees. So that's some good news. Um, talking about January really quickly, we will dedicate a future podcast recapping of what we saw all of January, but temperatures this month have trended below average for January. It was cold out there. Just to talk about that really quickly, the average temperature for January 2022 was almost 35 degrees. It was about uh, 34 degrees is what we saw as we headed th- throughout the month. Rather, for the last couple days a month, we average temperatures around 34 degrees. Typically that time of year, towards the end of January, our average temperature is 36.8, also almost 37 degrees. So it was a cold month. We not only had cold temperatures, but we saw quite a few snowstorms move through the area. We started off the month with a snowstorm, and then we had a few snow flurries here and there, a storm that gave us about an inch, and then Friday night into Saturday, that's the storm that Ulysses was tracking all last week. I will admit I left for some warmer weather last week. (laughs) I decided to take a tropical vacation. I needed to see a beach because January was getting too cold for me. So for this podcast, you know, really going to break down what Ulysses was looking at while he was forecasting and um, what we ended up seeing here on Delmarva. So we started off the week tracking the storm Ulysses. You and I, we were both here at the start of last week talking about, oh, what are we going to see? What is it looking like? Models were showing snow, but they weren't agreeing. So we were like, we'll see what happens as the week goes on. And then by the middle of the week, that's when you know models were really starting to agree that we were going to see snow. I believe it was Wednesday of last week that the Euro was still going off the walls crazy. At one point, it had a model run of like 30 inches for us here on Delmarva. Fortunately, we did not see 30 inches. I, as a driver here on the Delmarva Peninsula, I would be terrified to see the roads after 30 inches. But we did see almost 15 inches for parts of the area. So that's what we did see. But break down what was happening Thursday with this and Thursday and Friday with the system as you were tracking at Ulysses. Well, Sloan, like, so the, you know, the models were coming into an agreement when it comes to the fact that there was a low, we were tracking a cold front that was coming through, that was going to come through. And then we're also tracking a low pressure that was going to develop off the coast of Florida. So the fact is that the cold front was going to actually weaken as it made its way into Delmarva. And then the low pressure would actually strengthen as it made its way up towards the Northeast. Um, And so there was a good agreement that those two things were going to happen. And that's exactly what happened. The only real question throughout the middle of the week was how much snow were we going to get? Because at one point, the European was always going to be, was still trending to be the high model 
um, even though their amounts started becoming a little more you know, realistic, but they were still on the higher end of things. The American model um, was literally going on the lower end. At one point, um, the American model was almost at one point putting down to about an inch of snow altogether. So the real problem by the time we got to the middle of the week on Wednesday and Thursday was the fact of when, uh, how much snowfall we were really gonna get. We, there was agreement though um, that we were gonna see something. It's just like how far off was that low pressure we're gonna be um, if that low was gonna deepen. And I think that was a real question. And as we saw though, that low pressure did deepen as we made our way, um, as we went into Friday. Mm -hmm. I know Thursday afternoon, uh, Thursday is when they started issuing uh, winter storm watches um, across the entire peninsula. And then as we went to Friday morning, that's when the winter storm warnings uh, began to take over, like, you know, Thursday night into Friday. Mm -hmm. And then we actually saw the blizzard warnings getting issued um, before Good Morning Delmarva for the coastal counties, mm -hmm. for the Delaware beaches, for uh, Worcester and Accomack counties. Then on Friday morning, like after the morning show, before the noon, around 10 a.m., they expanded those blizzard warnings for all of Sussex, Wicomico, and Somerset County. So the fact that we have blizzard warnings in those areas, and just to review a blizzard, um, in the definition of a blizzard by the National Weather Service is um, gusts or sustained winds of 35 miles an hour, uh, visibility at less than a quarter of a mile, and the fact that it has to all persist for three hours. And the fact that the the visibility doesn't have to be from falling snow. It can also be by blowing mm -hmm. snow. So that means that's called a ground blizzard. But the fact that you need that three hour criteria um, for it to happen. I know that Mount Holly did release a statement um, Sunday that said that the Delaware beaches did confirm foreseeing a blizzard. Um, I haven't heard anything from Wakefield if exactly if any areas um, on the Wakefield side have did confirm for a blizzard um, per se on, on Delmarva. So that's something that we'll still try to figure out. But mm -hmm. that's, um, so yeah, there was blizzard warnings. And that was also the first blizzard warning we've had since 2018 as well. So it's been a while. Um, yeah, it's been a while. And then the fact that this system, I had to make so many snow maps mm -hmm. uh, because the problem is that the models kept shifting east and west and east and west. They kept going and, back and forth. Yeah, kept going back and forth. And I felt like the real cutoff was really gonna be Salisbury in Georgetown of where that cutoff of the highest amounts went. I went six to 12 inches plus, because I feel a few isolated areas did see a foot, and I, and we, some areas did see a foot, but not as, as much. Most areas really just, um, that topped out with a lot of snow got like around 11 mm. inches, 10 inches, and that was the most common number. But Georgetown and Salisbury were really in that tough battleground if I should go five to 10 and six to 12. And I kind of just sliced it in the middle for those two areas. At one point I did have it covering both of those towns, but then I kind of retreated I still think I did a pretty good forecast considering all the circumstances, yeah. the fact that I was here by myself and um, and everything. And then out towards the west, towards the midshore, I had more of a four to eight forecast and that did verify for most of those mm -hmm. locations um, along the midshore and the upper shore um, and five to 10 for pretty much like um, from between Cambridge to Salisbury leading up and that includes um, through Dover. So, but definitely the models, um, it definitely did you know, deep and like it happened. And then when I was looking at the snowfall on Friday, we started getting snowfall Friday evening. And you can tell I was doing a live shot at 11 o'clock on Friday. And you can tell already conditions were already deteriorating pretty quickly. Um, and and that was the way it went. Like as we go throughout the night on Friday and into Saturday morning, you could tell the, the snow was really picking up. The mm -hmm. fact that the, 
the winds were starting to pick up. And then even like Saturday morning, once the snow was starting to wind down, um, the wind was really becoming the next factor. And then, um, like I mentioned throughout the storm on Friday and Thursday and even Saturday, is that the next threat was going to be the wind chills, the cold temperatures. Mm -hmm. I mean, temperatures all day on Saturday, we were in the 20s, but we were dealing with wind chills in the single digits throughout a good chunk of the day, especially in Dover. I saw the wind chills all day in the single digits. Here in Salisbury, we had some moments where it briefly went over 10. Um, and then the fact that we had a wind chill advisory uh, posted for Wicomico, Somerset, Dorchester, um, and um, I'm missing one, I think, Worcester. So the they were issued for Saturday night after the storm ended where wind chills got down to mm. negative five. And that was actually, I saw that our low temperature Sunday morning was five degrees. So mm -hmm. that did happen. I did see the wind chill go down to sub-zero. So Yeah, that's what Monday morning when I came in and looked at the temperature difference, the 24-hour temperature change graphic that we have, it was showing over 20 degrees warmer than yesterday or Sunday morning. So, yeah. so Sunday, it was cold outside, yeah. still breezy out there, still a little breezy out there on Monday too, but even, I mean, temperatures on Sunday, our highs, we stayed in the 20s for the yeah, most so part. It was still a cold day. We saw that snow stick around yeah. and it had some lasting conditions into Monday morning yeah. because driving into work at three o'clock in the morning, roads were icy. Yeah. Temperatures were in the teens when I came into work Monday morning. So road conditions weren't ideal. And that's what we're going to see as we head throughout, you know, until about Thursday when that rain starts when it finally begins to wash the snow away when temperatures finally start to stay above freezing for our lows as we head into the end of this work week better road conditions but as we head you know throughout even this wednesday temperature is supposed to be up to the 50s for our highs on this wednesday we'll see some of that melting begin to occur but it's really giving me the rain that helps wash away the snow so it did the storm had lasting conditions even days after yeah it had happened and now, I, thought, I thought it was not to interrupt though there was a interesting like after the blizzard warning expired we had a winter weather advisory just mm -hmm. for the blowing snow itself and then and it like was breezy taking a look at the visibility you posted our sky cams uh saturday evening yeah and Rehoboth Beach looked like Rehoboth Beach when I come into work and it's still dark outside or like yeah. a foggy morning visibility there wasn't that great yeah. at all. So we saw visibility issues. I flew back to Philadelphia on Saturday night. It was breezy in Philly at the time. Um, the wind chill I think was around zero degrees when I landed Saturday night there. And I came from again a tropical place, so didn't really didn't really have a dra jacket <laughs> with me going, waiting for my parents to pick me up from the airport. But it was cold outside. My parents in South Jersey picked up about seven inches of snow in their yard. So this wasn't a storm that you know just broke records here on Delmarva. This was a storm that we saw break records all the way up to New England, mm -hmm. all the way up. To Maine. So this was a storm that affected the Mid-Atlantic all the way up the entire northeast coast before it eventually moved away. Now Ulysses forecast verified through a lot of the totals that we saw come through over the weekend. But there's something I wanted to talk about because I talked about um, a, those records like record breaking for us here on um, Delmarva. So if I have um, what we saw on January 28th and January 29th, so mm -hmm. Friday and Saturday. So for observed snowfall for Friday, it says three and a half inches. 
and that's actually a new record for um, Salisbury. So that's going to be now three and a half inches for 2022. On average, about a tenth of an inch falls at the end on uh, January 28th. So by the end of January 28th, by you know Friday ended, we've seen a total of nine inches of snow for the month of January. But if we move on to uh, Saturday, snowfall says 4.4 inches of snow. So that wasn't a record set. Um, the most snow we saw back on January 29th was set back in 1966. That was six inches of snow. But that brought the total snowfall up to 13.4 inches by January 29th. So that's for the entire month of January. Typically, um, on average, 2.3 inches. So above average snowfall, Ulysses and I, so we weren't going to mention this, but because of the La Nina winter, we were forecasting a milder winter weather forecast. We weren't forecasting this much snow. But when you get these blasts of cold air, when we get these low pressure systems forming off the coast, we're going to see higher snowfall totals. So this is what we saw with this despite us having La Nina conditions. No, yeah, I think what's, what's interesting to help is, like you mentioned earlier, is how below average has been the entire month. And the fact that we've been very consistently below average, that kind of also helped the fact that we had the snowstorm in place. I think if we were warmer um, ahead of it, we would have gotten rain or a lot mm -hmm. less snowfall. Mm -hmm. um, but the fact that we were already even cold before the storm started or even below average before the storm started, that kind of helped set up for us, um, you know, for us to get as much yeah. snow as we did. And the ground was cold too, so allowed snow to stick and everything. So these were all factors that we had, you know, to bring us this winter system that we saw Friday night into Saturday. Now I wanted to end the podcast with us going through some snowfall totals. So I think the best way to break it up is how about I take um, our Mount Holly office locations and you take the Wakefield locations. Okay. Sound good? Yep. Okay, so let's start off with um, Delaware, Kent County. Viola, 11.3 inches, and we also saw over 11 inches in Sandtown. Camden, 10 inches, 9 inches or more for Magnolia and Felton. Dover, 8.5 inches, that was by AM Spotter. Now, there is another location in Dover that did record 8.4 inches. Harrington and Woodside also saw at least 8 inches, and places that saw at least 7 inches of snow were Felton, Frederica, Smyrna, and other parts of Harrington. Now taking a look at Westover, they were nearing six inches at 5.9 inches of snow. Clayton saw four inches. Moving on to Sussex County, Lewis was um, the place that saw the most snow mm -hmm. in Delaware, 14.2 inches. Following that was Frankfurt at 12 and a half. Same thing for Ocean View. Harbison, 12 inches, Long Neck, 11.8 inches, Rehoboth Beach, 11.7, Fenwick Island saw 11.4 inches, Georgetown, 11 inches, Dagsboro, over 9 inches fell there along with Stockley, West Fenwick, Georgetown, Bethany Beach saw 9 inches there, Delmar, 8.5 inches, Seaford saw 8 inches, and if we continue to move on, we do have Laurel, 5.3 inches, Bridgeville, 6.5 inches. Moving on to our Maryland counties by uh, the Mount Holly office. I'll go through all of them um, for Delmarva. So Caroline County, Greensboro, 7.2 inches, Henderson, 6 inches, Kent County, Millington, over 5 inches, Rock Hall, 4 inches, 
Queen Anne's County, so Centerville saw 4.6 inches, and then Kingstown, Stevensville saw over 3 inches, and for Talbot County, Matthews, 5.5 inches. St. Michael's did see 4 inches there, and Trap saw 3.5 inches. So we did have weather watchers call in who did have totals similar to these as well. I believe Ulysses has that up right now. All right, so let me talk about our weather watchers. So um, weather watchers, we have in Bishopville, 11.2, Selbyville, 11.5, Lewis, 11.9, Greenwood, 7.8, Chickatee at 10.5, um, Princess Anne at 8.5, Cambridge, 7.5, Bloxham, 9, Millsboro, Foot. Marion Station, eight, um, eight and a quarter. Fenwick Island, 12 inches. Ocean Pines, 12 inches. Millville, um, 14 inches. And I just want to say special thank you to all of our weather watchers that mm. called in. And, you know, this is really helpful because this also helps verify the forecast that we did um, when it comes to, you know, along with the, the yeah, information. What you saw in your backyard. That's helpful for us, too. Yeah. Also, the pictures we got especially people's dogs. I really enjoyed yeah. seeing those as well. So thank you to anybody who might have sent those in to us. Those were appreciated. So Ulysses now is going to go over our Wakefield office uh, locations. So yeah, Wakefield, uh, starting off in Maryland, Dorchester County, um, they're on the lesser end. Herlock, six and a half. East New Market, five and a half. Uh, Cambridge, five inches. Um, Somerset County, um, we have Princess Anne at eight and a half, Marion Station at nine and a half, Wicomico, Parsonsburg, 10 inches. Uh, we have Willards at 10 inches, um, Lakewood at nine and a half, Hebron at eight, um, and Delmar at seven. Worcester County, Ocean Pines was the leader for Maryland at 14 inches of snowfall. Um, Newark, a foot. Uh, West Ocean City, 12 inches. Snow Hill, 11 inches. Berlin, 9.5 inches. Bishopville, 7.5 um, inches. And then lastly, we have Accomack County in Virginia. Um, we have Greenbackville, 9.5. Oak Hall, 9.5. Uh, Painter and Block Summit, 9. Wallops Island, 8.5. Harborton, um, 8 inches. And Meta. Met Metopkin. Metopkin. <laughs> I don't know why I keep getting <laughs> stuck on this one. Eight inches of snowfall. And that's pretty much the snowfall totals um, mm -hmm. for yeah. um, our viewing area. But overall, though, a lot of snowfall. I mean, we're still dealing with the snow. And even the, you know, the, the problem right now is that our temperatures are warming up, but we're dealing with above freezing temperatures in the daytime, but below freezing temperatures at night. So that means that any puddles that do form will Could refreeze. Freeze. So you still want to be careful out on those roads, especially at night or in the morning. Um, because of all that snow melt, that's even going to be a concern once the rain happens because we're going to get even more puddles um, from just the actual mm -hmm. rain, but then the snow melting from that rain. And, and that's going to be a concern Saturday, as we go into the weekend yep. when temperatures fall to right around freezing and below freezing. So, um, so we're going to deal with somewhat the post aftermath of the snow uh, for a bit, mm -hmm. for a, lo a long while. Exactly. Well, that's all we wanted to talk about today on this edition of Weatherwise. Um, I believe that Ulysses and I are more trustworthy than the Groundhog for this Groundhog's Day today. So our forecast verified through what we saw with these snowfall totals Friday night into Saturday. I'm hoping for no more winter weather, but models are showing like the slightest wintry mix Friday night. Luckily, nothing will stick. Temperatures will be 
well above freezing during the daytime hours on Friday. So that's some good news for us. Yeah, the good news is we're going to have mostly rain. So this will be a yes. mostly rainmaker. So the fact that we'll have rain ahead of it, um, that will really cut yes. back on any chances mm -hmm. of uh, sticking snow across the area. Yep. So thank you for tuning in for this edition of WeatherWise, where we bring you weather wisdom. Thank you so much for listening and have a great rest of your week.